So, my name's Paul Germain. Welcome to another Smart Voting Podcast. We cover a variety of topics on here, and, and the topic today is, is dialed in on chartering. And uh, there's a lot of different aspects of chartering, but the one that we're going to specifically address here with our guest, Claude Boudet, who's a local charitable captain, is that aspect of how do you, you've got alternatives in terms of how do you secure the boat that you're going to charter, and what are the pros and cons with them. So, Claude, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Paul. Um, thank you for taking the time to, to share your expertise with us. What, um, there's some, a variety of options available to people that want to charter a boat, say maybe for a winter getaway. And uh, there's some big international firms that have a global presence, uh, big fleets. Um, what, what's your perspective? Uh, what I'd like to do is take a look at that as a starting point and then go through some of the other alternatives in addition. What, if we look at the international global players, what, what do you see there in terms of what might be a pro versus a con for someone looking for a charter? Well, with the larger operations like Sunsail or Moorings, uh, they are more global, so you'll have a much wider uh, choice of destinations. Mm -hmm. uh, and along with having so many different destinations, they will probably have larger fleets as to choose from, whether right. it be right. power boats or uh, sailboats, yep. monohulls or catamarans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got a fleet. Now, does their fleet, do their fleets tend to uh, churn or, or get replaced on a more regular basis than some of the smaller fleets? And does that make yes. their boats typically, I wouldn't say fresher is probably not the right word, but certainly newer in many cases? Yes, uh, the larger operations, they will do that. They will replenish every every few years, and mm -hmm. then the older fleet will be sold off. So then the chances are of getting a newer boat are much higher with that. Yes. Um, and generally speaking, they'll be very well maintained. Okay. Um, with the midsize operator, uh, the fleets might not be turned over as quickly. Right. But doesn't mean you can't get an equally superior boat. Nice boat, yeah. 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 Um, because yeah. they will maintain them yeah. um, very well. Yeah. Um, but the price might be a little bit less just because the boat might be a couple years older. Right. Now do you see with those, the largest operations in that second tier, the mid, mid, mid operations, do you see any cons? So certainly there's some pros, some pluses. Mm -hmm. Are there any cons that come to your mind as you think about someone dealing with one of the, the largest or just some large operations? Well, with the larger operations, you're going to have many more referrals out there to, to read through so you can really pick and choose the, the pros and cons on, on their own merit, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. uh, with the smaller ones, once again, it might be, could be a little bit higher priced depending on the, the age of the fleet. Um, but there really aren't that many cons to, to either one, I think. Okay, they're pretty solid. Yeah. So let's go down to the next tier and we're just organizing them here mentally as you know, like international, global, then large, and then uh, like medium to small. Let's say we think about a broker that represents, say, three or four or five mm -hmm. independent boat owners. What what do you see as the pros in that situation for people and the, the cons? Well, the pros would be that the broker will definitely be going to these individual boats and the owners and go through the boat themselves. So they might have a better knowledge of the particular boat than the larger corporation mm -hmm. because then it would just be more generic on yeah. their part. Yeah, they have an intimate understanding of these yes. boats, don't they? Yes. Uh, and they will know the captains and tendencies and the reputation of the captains yep. because they don't want 
their reputation tarnished, so right. they'll make sure that everything is status quo. Right. Any cons for that situation in contrast to some of the other organizations we talked um, about? Well, once again... Less you know, selection, I guess, right? You get a finite selection. Yeah, there'll be a less of a selection, but mm -hmm. once again, the boats will be well-maintained because yes. oh, yeah. um, they have fewer boats to maintain, right. and right. they'll take pride in making sure that they don't get a bad name right. in the industry. Okay. And how about the individual? So someone could charter a boat by dealing directly with someone mm -hmm. as an individual in one of these getaway spots or a local spot. What do you see as the pros and the cons of that type of situation? The pros will be that he'll have intimate knowledge of, of, right. of their vessel. So, right. so that's very helpful. So the yes. little things they could, little nuances of the boat that other people might not know or discover until you're actually chartering the boat, you know, yes. they will be for, forthright. And, right. They can bring those out at the front. Yeah. Yeah. And they, so they're going to have a lot of pride and ownership. They're going to really know that boat. They're going to really know the waters if, yeah. they're, if they're included as part of the charter, right? Yeah. It's their boat and their water. But fewer fewer boats to choose from. Fewer boats to choose from. Okay. Yeah. All right. So less of a selection. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's a great overview, and and hopefully that's been very helpful to people listening to us today. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, I hope you'll come back and listen to us again soon. <laughs>